1: Welcome to Legal Management Talk, the official podcast of the Association of Legal Administrators. I'm your host, Kate Rockery. Today we have speaker and author Kathy Groover, PhD, on the line, or on the Zoom. She's responsible for two of the education sessions at ALA's upcoming virtual masterclass, Critical Skills for Legal Management Success. Welcome,
0: Kathy. Thanks for coming on the show. Oh, thanks so much for having me. I appreciate it. So could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your work? Yeah, absolutely. I'm California-based and I started out in, of all things, theater. Uh, and then I moved from theater to massage because, you know, that's a completely logical uh, a pathway to take. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just, it became this great sideline. I thought, you know, while I'm in LA pursuing these amazing film roles, I can do massage as a sideline. And uh, the film roles never came, but the massage stuck. And then that turned into me doing more work with human behavior and communication, stress management went and got my master's and PhD, and then realized, hey, you know, I really miss being on stage. Uh, why am I not speaking more? So started doing my official speaking career about seven years ago, and now I'm still here in Santa Barbara with a very small massage practice, but I'm doing a lot of coaching, a lot of hypnotherapy, and a lot of speaking around the world when we're allowed to do that. So now I'm Zooming around the world, mm-hmm. uh, but still, still reaching audiences all over the place, stress, communication, mindfulness, mindset, that sort of thing. So I'm really excited to be here with you guys.
1: Great. Uh, So all the courses for this masterclass fall under ALA's own classification of communications management and self-management, but the rest of the world might call them soft skills. Do you find that to be a limiting description or that it belies how important they are?
0: Yeah, you know, I've submitted to so many conferences who say, oh, we don't do stuff like that. We only stick to that X, Y, and Z of what their association or organization does. They don't want the quote soft skills. They don't want to talk about self-care or communication or personal relationships. And I think that's really doing it a disservice. I think if we don't have the strength of those things, specifically things like communication and working with people of different cultures, different mindsets, different communication styles, then those hard skills, those things aren't going to be as efficient and as effective. So, I mean, I understand where the term came from, uh, but I do kind of wish they were called something else. I don't think it really delves into the importance of, of those skills and how they can lend to all the rest of the stuff that we have to get done in our day. So let's uh, transport ourselves to the
1: conference. Let's imagine this is the morning of October 29th, and we're joining the conference's opening session conquer your stress, go from warrior to warrior? What should we expect?
0: Oh, this is is my favorite topic. Uh, I've been studying this for ages. I actually did a stress reduction uh, program for the US military, and it's just one of my passions. So what we're gonna talk about is I'm gonna actually go over five really practical but fun ways to help conquer your stress. So we're gonna talk about meditation, mindfulness, breath work, affirmations, and visualization. Basically how to use your mind to make sure we are less stressed. Because the most important thing to remember is stress isn't really the problem. I mean, we can't control the stress, we can't control what's going on with the virus, with uh, what's happening in the government, what's happening with the traffic, what's happening with so much stuff around us is totally out of our control. Uh, To the extent that we can, sure, we wanna absolutely reduce our stress, but sometimes we just, we can't. The stuff is there. So all we can do is change our response to it, change how we deal with it. And so I wanna give everybody usable skills, practical tools that they can walk away with right after the talk that they can use not only at work and in their personal life, but with their family, with their friends, with their kids. Uh, I teach in a really fun way. I tell a lot of stories, use a lot of client examples. It's definitely not uh, definitely not uh, unexciting to say the least. So I'm really excited to share it. Uh, the tools are fun, they're easy to do specifically for people that think they can't meditate i'm very type a i was raised by my dad I'm very go 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 and this meditation worked for me and i've taught it probably to millions of people at this point and everybody loves it so excited to share that with everybody and then just something as simple as breath work you know that can really make the difference in how you're going to respond to what's going on around you so uh we're gonna have some laughs and you're gonna learn some uh, some really fun tools <laughs>
1: Well, you've uh, already touched on it um, and mentioning the military specifically and the fact that you've done this all over the world. But um, how exactly do you attract and convince people who consider these methods of stress relief and mindfulness kind of out there, sort of woo woo? I imagine it's not really that uncommon when you're speaking to, to business people.
0: You no, know, you're absolutely right, you know, and I think it's how you present it. I do not come off as being woo-woo. I can, I can absolutely put on my crystal necklace <laughs> and, you know, spray some patchouli around and uh-huh. like, oh, but I can absolutely do that. And people, it's funny, because especially with the history as a massage therapist, people assume that's what I'm like, that I listen to that, you know, calm, tinkling music all the time and that I'm always mm-hmm. doing I don't swear. You should see me watching football. It is definitely—it's <laughs> not. not woo-woo. Uh, so I think it's about how I present it, and I make it really practical. And because I'm so Type A and so driven, and had so much trouble with these techniques, I come about it in a way that is: look, if I can do this, you can do this sort of thing. Uh, I'm not going to have you sit on a pillow and meditate for two hours unless that's your thing. If mm-hmm. that's your thing, that's awesome. Do that. I can't. <laughs> it doesn't work for me. Uh, So I try to tailor what I'm doing to the people, whether it's, you know, uh, legal administrators or first responders, health and safety, 911 dispatchers, nurses, we all have a different way of receiving information. And that's, that's my goal is to get it to people in a way that's going to land best with them.
1: Great. And then in the afternoon, you have a session called how to get anything done with anyone. Can you give us a bit of preview of that?
0: Yeah, this is a combination of two of my programs actually. This is part communication, where we're gonna talk about specifically ways we communicate the languages we use to communicate. Uh, You know, we all communicate in a slightly different way. And I think we've all had experience with somebody where we think we're doing great communication and it is just not landing with them either it's driving us crazy or it's becoming impatient or we're just, we feel like we're not being heard. How do we morph how we're communicating to reach that other person? How do we tone down our extrovertness to talk to that really shy introvert? We can't go at them with the normal energy that we have. So I go really in depth about figuring out different types of communication, how to approach those people, how to ask the right questions, how to know what you really want in what you're communicating. And then the second half of the talk, it's, it's a new thing. It's, it's so exciting to me it's on on ego state optimization and it's about bringing that best you forward so you know we all have different aspects of our personality i'm very different around girlfriends than i am around my boyfriend than i am around my parents than i am around his parents um than i am in the boardroom you know we all have that different hat that we wear and that part of the talk is really about figuring out those parts of our personality how to tap into them and how to bring the best one forward for the situation, how to get that extrovert out when you have to make that big sales pitch and then how to calm and be that quiet one when you're dealing with, with maybe your kids or somebody else. So it's, uh, it's really fun. We're going to do some hands-on stuff, a couple exercises and it's, it's fun and exciting. And I think once we get into it, people go, Oh my gosh, I've been doing this my whole life. Now I know what it is.
1: (laughs) That makes total sense to me. I might, I might tune in myself because I don't know if you could tell from my voice, but uh, this is not my, um, go-to thing. I'm not an extrovert, so being the host of a podcast (laughs) is a bit of a stretch for me. So that that sounds great great. for me. (laughs) So speaking of which, our members as legal management professionals probably spend a lot of their time dealing with clashing personalities and needs. A lot of them are stuck between a rock maybe the attorneys and a hard place staff, Uh, is there any way for them to decrease the amount of time they spend on that in order to get back to their real work? Or is communication an important part of their real work?
0: Yeah, I, I love that question. I think it's communication. That's the key to everything. And in order to communicate well, you need to know what you really want. Uh, So I think that's one of the huge issues is so often we just sort of launch into communication, not knowing what we want from the other person, not knowing that objective of the communication. Uh, And then asking questions. I think there's so often many misunderstandings. You know, I had a client that was really having issues with her boss and the boss would say things like, here, take this report back and make it better. And my client would trot off to go do something. And I said, well, wait, do you know what make it better means? And she's like, No. Like, well, then how are you, what does that mean? Do you want more color? Do you want bigger fonts? Do you want puppets? Like, how do you know what make it better means unless you clarify? Well, she scares me. Mm -hmm. So she wouldn't ask questions and therefore ended up having this absolute clash with this boss. Uh, I think so often we communicate the way we want to and not the way the other person wants to hear it. Uh, If someone's a very direct communicator, get right to the point, give them the bullet point list, tell them how long it'll take. So I think it's just a matter of knowing yourself, knowing how you communicate and what you want figuring out who you're communicating with, what the best way it is to get to them. And I think a lot of that time is gonna be, be decreased. I think we'll be much more efficient and effective in our communication and in those relationships.
1: Yeah, I mean, my, my background is in writing, editing and marketing. So we definitely often encounter people who, who know what they want, but don't know how to say it or I, like marketing has its own specialized language, just like intellectual property practice does or business development does. So yeah, it's a lot about getting on the same page.
0: Yeah, exactly. And, and, you know, I'm going to teach some ways to do that. There's, you know, there's endless things to learn. We could learn forever, but you know, I'm going to impart a bunch of little, little jewels of wisdom that I hope people can walk away with and use in their everyday, so that we have less conflict and less, uh, less feelings of being stuck. Great. Well, thank you so much for visiting the podcast, Kathy. You're welcome. Thanks so much for having me.
1: And remember to register now for the virtual masterclass Critical Skills for Legal Management Success. You can't miss it. It's happening entirely online on October 29th and registrants also get access to session recordings after the fact. I think I can speak for Kathy that we both hope to see you there. Absolutely. And thanks to our listeners and subscribers for tuning in. As always, you can learn more about ALA at alanet.org. Until next time.
0: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring